This episode of Dim the Lights contains spoilers for the movie Jawan, directed by Atli Kumar. We would also like to note that we are not very well versed in Indian culture, so please take everything we say with a grain of salt. Thank you. Welcome to Dim the Lights, everyone. I got I got very sad news. <laughs> Tegan left. She, she got she got sick. She she died. I, I gotta do the show now, and I, I I can't do this, guys. That was phenomenal acting happening right there. <laughs> Tegan, is that you? Yeah, it's my ghost. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Ghosts are real. Anyways, guys, welcome to the second episode of Dim the Lights with ENT. I am your co-host, Tegan Rule. And I'm the other co-host, Ethan Morrison. Call me a 0170 journalism experience. One podcast experience, seven buffalo wings a week. Amen. Random question, but do you do you like buffalo wild wings? I prefer wings, etc., but but they're pretty good and convenient. Uh, they're uh they're also a bar restaurant chain. Their mascot's uh, a chicken on a on a duster plane. They're in Newburgh at Evansville. Okay. Uh, I highly recommend them. They're good. I'll have to check that out. But the reason why I asked about B Dubs is because they had the buy one get one three wing nights on Thursdays. And that's, like, the holy grail of wings to me. Because it's, like, I buy ten wings, and then I get ten more for three. <laughs> and then I'm in a meat coma for the rest of the night. <laughs> I, I, I got to do that sometimes. Because you say you were in a meat coma, but I, there's been times I've been able to eat, like, 25 wings. True. So so you're an amateur. I guess I am. I'll have to up my food eating skills. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, this is our second episode. It's very exciting. Thank you for... Tuning in again, everybody. Ethan, what movies are we talking about today? Uh, sadly, uh, me and Tegan were procrastinating, so we have so we can only review one of them, and that movie is Jawan. Jawan, yes, a Bollywood film, and oh my gosh, I'm kind of really excited to talk about this one because this is my first Bollywood film. Never seen one before. Didn't really know what to expect. But it defied it defied and met my expectations that I didn't have. So <laughs> Wait, I, I was so happy when I saw your review on Letterboxd. I was like so gay that I was able to convert you into the Bollywood cult. <laughs> yeah. It defied my expectations in so many ways. By the way, if you guys have letterbox accounts, you should follow us on letterbox at Tegan Rule and at I'm Just Okay, which is Ethan's account. Uh it it's called I'm just kind of okay. I'm just kind of okay. Sorry, guys. Forgive me for my mistake. Shame, shame. But yeah, definitely follow us on Letterboxd. See our Letterboxd reviews as we watch movies, what we rate them before podcasts start. And yeah, please comment on our stuff. We like the engagement. Yeah. (laughs) Anyways, let's get into Jawan. Do you want want me to tell the plot of Jawan or do you want to explain the plot of Jawan? Okay, I'm just, we're going to start off the bat. Uh, go see this movie. Uh, <laughs> please. It, it's best. I saw this movie with only knowing, like, one part about it going in. So when the rest of it began, I was, like, just flabbergasted. So so watch this movie without going, without going anything in, then come back here. So this is basically going to be a spoiler review for uh, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> so, so just go watch Jawan. 
please go watch the one. So, anyways, I guess I'll give a little brief plot summary. So, because I also went into it knowing nothing, and I was <laughs> happily surprised by everything that happened. But, anyways, Jawan is about this guy, and his name is Azad. Is that his name? Uh, yeah. Is that how you pronounce it? I, I think so. Okay, his name is Azad, but I don't think we figured that out until like maybe thirty minutes into the film. And he's basically this guy, and he's, like, living a double life of, like... He's like Robin Hood. Yeah. That's what I was thinking in the film. I was like, I've definitely seen this trope before. And I was like, it's Robin Hood. But anyways, he kind of does this, like, take from the rich and give to the poor thing, but with, like, corrupt political systems. And, like, he'll hold people hostage and then, like, try to negotiate with the cops. And he'll be like, I actually want all the prime minister's money. Well, not the prime minister, but, like, the minister of agriculture or, like, the healthcare minister's money. And then he takes that money and he gives it to, like, poor farmers or, like, people in need, basically. Yeah. To try and, like, revert the system. But there's, like, a whole bunch of other stuff that happens in the middle. Yeah. (laughs) And it's crazy. It's amazing. So let's get into it. What did we like about Juwan? Uh, First of all, it was bonkers. Yes. (laughs) Like, like whenever, when you think the plot is going somewhere, it, like, throws a curveball into it that just, like, suddenly spices everything up. Like, if I had to, like, one example of that is at the train heist scene where you first see uh, Azad, who's, like, meant to be an old man, which he kind of just doesn't look like an old man, to be Mm -hmm. honest. Uh, And he just kind of, like, basically just plays up, like, the radical terrorist crazy thing yeah and you like expect him to be like like the ultimate bad guy of the movie but afterwards you find out that getup was like prosthetics and masks yeah and then you find out he's like the ultimate good guy of the movie yeah and that's the thing i like about this movie uh basically the terrorists are the unambiguous bad guys of it yeah i like that a lot too i have to say like so the intro the intro of the movie wait first before we go anywhere else i want to like give a shout out to the disclaimers that were before the movie where it was like smoking and drinking are bad for your health don't do it and i was like what because i was like i mean yeah i know that's bad but like it surprised me i guess it's a foreign film and it's different but it surprised me that they had to put a disclaimer up before the movie started that it was bad uh, yeah, because uh, I think India, on average, is probably, I think it's maybe because it's more religiously slanted than America, that uh, that it might be a little more sensitive to subjects like animal abuse and, like, supposedly glorifying, like, vices. So they had to put all those disclaimers in. That makes sense now that I think about it. Because, knew, yeah, oh, go ahead. Because I, I saw that in some other uh, Indian movies, y- you know that line where... Uh, the other character says Bahubali. Maybe. I think I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so the first Indian move I saw was Bahubali. And like the beginning it was said that all forms of animal violence are all CGI. Yeah, it did. Did it say that in Jawan too? Uh yeah, I think so. I think it did. Interesting. Like India like has like very like, really loves its animals. 
Yeah, like cows are seen as gods in yeah. Hindu culture, yeah. So that makes sense. But I just thought that was like very, it kind of threw me off at first because I was like, what am I getting into for a minute? But like, yeah, I just wanted to pull attention to the disclaimers. Besides all that, people, I just want to say both of us, we haven't lived in India. True. <laughs> Do not take any of this as fact. Do your own research. Take everything we say as a grain of salt. Uh, I only have one Indian relative, and that that's it. Yeah. I don't know much about Indian culture either, so please, like, don't think I'm an expert by any means. Yes. Okay. Nice little disclaimer happening. So, But anyways, back to the intro where um, they're in the village, and the village is being slaughtered. And then there's what who I assumed was the Jawan character. Uh, at the beginning, which was Vikram. Yeah. Which we find out, we found out more about him later. But, like, for the first 30 minutes during the train heist scene, I thought that Vikram was a Zod, and that was not the case. So it took a minute for me to be like, wait, this is a different guy. And then, I, like, kind of throughout, until we met Vikram, like, an hour and a half later, I was like what about that other guy like what happened to him yeah like i just assumed like the first vikram was like just vikram just had like extraordinary genes yeah that's what i thought too and, and was just pretending to like be like a zod mm-hmm. i thought he was like like a god or something and i was like what kind of superhero movie is this like i was super confused but then we met vikram later and i was like Oh, uh, like. and, and I just I don't want to say uh, no no disrespects to Shah Rukh Khan, the guy who plays Azad and Vikram, mm-hmm. but when I first saw him, I, I I could not he did not look thirty in my opinion. Like like he looks great, but he, he doesn't give me thirty vibes. As Azad or as Vikram? Uh, Azad. Yeah, that I kind of feel that too. He gives me like mid forties. Like, have you ever seen Parks and Rec? Uh, some of it. Some of it. Do you know um Rob Lowe's character Chris? Uh, question mark. Yeah. Well, okay. So Chris is like in his mid forties, but he's like a very positive but like healthy guy, like super into exercising or something. That's the kind of vibe Azog gives me in Jawan. Yeah, I would say. But yeah, that just had me confused. For, like, the first hour or so. And then I was like, oh, I see what's going on. But yeah. yeah. And, and just, and just like, I got to re again. No, no disrespect to Shah Rukh Khan. The dude's in amazing shape. Yeah. <laughs> no disrespect at all. But, yeah. Anyways, another part that I really liked about Jawan is that the singing and dancing. I, okay, so I knew that was a trait in Bollywood films, but I was like, this is a serious film. They're totally not going to do that. And then, like, the first number started, and I, like, started laughing uncontrollably because I was like, oh, my gosh, they did it. And they did it, like, five times throughout the whole film. It was amazing. I was like, it was like a music video. Like, not even, like, musical, like, music video level stuff. K-pop, sit down. Like, I'm here for the Bollywood films. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, if anything, that's, that's probably my... One of my complaints with the movie is that it, there are some some numbers could have probably been cut out. Yeah. I mean, I feel like they probably could have, like, as an American, I think they could have all been cut out and we could have had a completely different experience. But there, it felt like there, but like with the music videos in there, it felt like there was five different genres shoved into one movie. This, 
But that, but you're right. This movie literally is five different genres in one movie. It is. I was like, I was surprised because like one for like thirty minutes, it's all like action, and you're like in suspense. And then another thirty mo- minutes, it's like soap opera. And then for like an, another like five or ten minutes, it's like just music videos. And then we go back to action and like suspense and mystery and everything. And I'm like. Oh my gosh, there's so much to take in. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. Well, what else do we like about Jawan? I, I saw one comment uh, say this is, a, this is a very feminist movie. Really? <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Yeah, what kind of jails do they have for women in India? That's what uh, I want to uh, de- Definitely not as good as the jail in that movie. <laughs> Absolutely. But yeah, I guess it did feel fem- very feminist in a way, but I don't know. I wasn't really thinking about that throughout the movie. I was just like, there's a lot of women. And then I was like... What the heck is happening right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we want to know, uh, Azad's like crew is like entirely made up of females from like his prison. Yeah, he's a like in his like day to day working life. He runs. He's a prison ward warden. But then he takes like six of his inmates, and then they go do their Robin Hood thing and like go undercover and like hijack trains and steal. Four hundred million dollars, or something like that. And, and one time, uh, nearly killed the minister of healthcare. He's like Batman in a way. He's like, I don't kill people, but he'll almost kill you. <laughs> cause like, cause they did that at the beginning with he shot the woman in the burqa, and then everybody was like, Well, you did this good thing, but you still shot that woman. And he's like, Or did I? And then she came back, and I was like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. If if this movie was made in America, like he would have one hundred percent killed an actual woman, <laughs> and everybody would have been like, eh, like, like, like Vikram, like he's he's still a bad guy, but he has a good point. Like, like he'd just be like another Joker villain. No hate to woman whatsoever, just to clarify. That's right, Assad. He respects all women. This movie is very feminist. <laughs> I gotta give credit to the costuming and makeup people, cause. Mm. Whenever Shah Rukh Khan is is playing Vikram, like the fake Vikram, mm-hmm. like like they absolutely make himself look fabulous. They really do. The makeup and costumes is amazing, and like I, f- they clearly pointed out like he's good at this. The the bald cap was a, uh, but was a little sketchy. Yeah, the the bald cap. But no. but but to be honest, it, it it is canonical that it is a bald cap. Yeah. No, when he took off that bald cap and had a full hair hair, I was like, yo, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> he's a master of disguise. Oh, yeah. uh, okay, so so you want to get in some spoilers about the two Vikram plots? Yes. Okay, so I'd say about halfway through the movie, Azad is like, he's on his honeymoon because he marries, what's her name? It's the female head cop. Namada? I think that might be it. Oh, 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 let me just look. Yeah, yeah, I think I think it is Narmada. Narmada? Okay. Apologies if we do not pronounce her name correct. Yeah. We are here to reiterate, we are two white Americans. From, from the Midwest. <laughs> from the Midwest. We've never been to India. Don't know a whole lot about Indian culture. So please, please have mercy on us. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, um, Narmada and Azad are married and they're on their honeymoon. But she doesn't know that she's he's like 
doing this whole other double life and their enemies in their double life. Oh yeah. Yeah. Which makes it even better that they got married. Like when they first started dating and like they revealed that she was his match or whatever, I said like, Oh crap. I was like <laughs> I was like, Oh no, <laughs> like this is not good. But anyways, they're on like their honeymoon and then they get ambushed because these people the bad guys i guess are trying to ambush azad and they kidnap both of them and like normando just figures out that he's like the fake vikram and he's like stealing from the rich and giving to the poor and like creating all these heists basically and the bad guys are these thugs are beating both of them up and just before they like almost kill azad Vikram shows up and like, <laughs> and it's revealed that uh, Vikram is Azad's dad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Vikram was uh, was like a black ops agent for the Indian military who was like sent into like I think probably Pakistan. Maybe. That, yeah. To like save like to save like a bunch of like people kidnapped by terrorists and one's there he loses he loses some men because of the guns are faulty mm-hmm. then he tries to take the dealers for the guns to the Indian army to court about it and the guy who manages that is the bad guy so he tries to take out Vikram mm-hmm. he sort of successfully does that and tries to get his wife to shut up but she doesn't so. When she's about to get hanged, uh, it turns out she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. So Azad is basically raised for like five years in that female prison. Yeah. And then after he turns five, his mom is hanged. Yes. <laughs> and he's like, Mom! And, and everybody's like, No! <laughs> That's how I felt. I was like, dang, they really hung her after five years. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, anyways, Vikram is like this super cool dude. He's always smoking a cigar. <laughs> He's just always doing cool stuff. And basically, he looks like an older Azad. Like, they look very similar. But they are they're, played they're, by the same person, yes. right? That makes sense why they look similar. And, like, people mistake them for each other, like, throughout the movie and stuff. One, um, Normanda, like, I don't, is she going undercover in the prison or was uh, she actually thrown in prison? Uh, uh, she was going undercover. She was going undercover in um, Azad's prison. And she's put in the same cell as his six um, inmates who did heist with him. Yeah. And she was basically like, why, why do you guys do this? Like, why didn't he tell me? And then one of the female, like, inmates that works with Azad is basically like, well, you don't know his backstory. And then we get the whole thing about Vikram <laughs> and his mom and, like, Azad growing up in jail. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, oh. And then you kind of understand, like, where the Robin Hood trait comes, or, like, his Azad's motivation for doing heist because his dad, like called out this faultiness in the system and then he was basically assumably killed because of it turns out uh in the beginning uh that was set up because turns out he didn't die and he was just hanging out in a tibetan village for like 30 years pretty much yeah and the little kid at the beginning was the cop 
on oh. the train. Wait, and wait, really? Yeah, you didn't catch it? Because the little... Okay, so when Vikram wakes up in this village, he, like, the village is being slaughtered, and then Vikram wakes up, and he slaughters the people that were slaughtering the village and saves the village. Victor has amnesia from falling out of a plane, basically, and hitting his head, but he lives, and um, he's like, I don't know who I am, but, like, he just killed, like... I don't know, a bunch of people. And this little kid walks up to him and basically, like, kind of, like, gives him a handshake. Like, it's a handshake high-five kind of deal. And he's like, I'll figure out one day who you are. And then in the intro scene with Azad doing the train heist, the little kid's all grown up. He's a cop now on the train. And, like, Azad basically, like, apprehends him. And the little kid recognizes that it's, like, Vikram. So he does research, and he figures out that Vikram is Azad's kid and basically, like, brings Vikram to Azad. So, yeah, I like that connection. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he, like, brings in, like, all of his, like, former, like, buddies. Yeah, in the army and stuff. That... Yeah. yeah, yeah, guys, you know how you know how Expendables 4 is coming up? Guess what? That this is the real Expendables 4. <laughs> For real, though. <laughs> yeah. But, like, Azad's, or not Azad, Vikram still doesn't know that, like, Azad's his kid. Like, he still has no idea what's going on, basically. Yeah, and basically the only way that he can, like, still be a badass is he has to have music playing into his ears. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> I like that character trait. He's always got his earbuds in. <laughs> uh, which which kind of reminds me of Baby Driver. Vikram's just cool, like... He's always got his earbuds in, always smoking a cigar. He's just cool. But, it, like, he can't really connect with Azad because, like, he doesn't... But Well, one, he didn't know his wife was pregnant before he was, like, thrown out of a plane. And, two, like, he just can't make that connection because he can't remember anything. Like, he doesn't remember his wife or anything that happened. So he's just kind of, like, not really delusional, but he's just kind of there doing his thing. But, like, that doesn't take away from the movie at all. Like, yeah. But, but he does get his memories back because the ultimate bad guy of the movie, like, apprehends him in the prison. And when he's about to kill him, as foreshadowing, foreshadowing, the gun doesn't work. Mm -hmm. And that just, like, reactivates his memories. Yeah, the clicking yeah. is cool. And then Vikram's like, I remember anything. He's like, my son. Like, and he's like, you can kiss me now. Because Zard tried to, like, kiss his head earlier. And he was like, don't kiss me. <laughs> And I was like, that's adorable. That's the Vikram storyline. Um, in the end, he starts another, like, Bollywood music video. It's kind of amazing. Uh, but... Yeah, and it's revealed that uh, that the other negotiator, it's revealed in the end credits that uh, he was the one behind it all. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's revealed that he was the one who was, like, commanding, like, Azad to do all these, like, pseudo-terrorist sacks. And, and that was, like, kind of weird. Like, like, personally, I just kind of feel like they threw that in because his actor, uh, his name's Sanjay Dutt, didn't want to be portrayed as the bad guy for some reason. I understand that. Anyways, that's basically the Vikram plot. <laughs> you, you know, uh, on Sanjay Dutt, I actually saw a biopic about that guy. Really? Yeah, it was called Sanju. What was it about? Just, like, his life, I guess? Yeah, yeah, he's, uh... He's a famous Bollywood actor. Kind of, kind of got into drug abuse. Uh, yeah. And now he's in Juwan. Yeah. <laughs> First off, I gotta give it all credits because this movie it, it did not hold its political punches. <laughs> yeah. Now, to be fair, we're both Americans, so we're not very versed in uh, Indian politics. <laughs> yes, but I have a feeling this movie would be extremely preachy. To someone who agrees with all its politics. Yeah. 
Like, like Vikram, well, Azad at the end literally says, you're right there. You should go vote to get these meanies out of office. Yeah, that took me out of the movie because I feel like what they had been doing before with, like, their whole, like, heist and everything, like, they were already exposing all these political leaders as bad. But then at the end, having Azad, like, explain to us, like, vote you have the right to vote these people out of office it's like why did you have to tell me that but like it just kind of felt like they had all this stuff already and the fact that they had to kind of like spell it out at the end of the movie felt like the writers didn't really think that we were that smart to pick up on what was happening and i it felt like a long like speech too i was like okay we get it (laughs) keep in mind i am an american and I don't understand Indian politics, but I was like, I think I get it, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, I definitely agree with that. Just, like, the political message of it all just kind of got lost in, like, the action. But, like, the moments it was there, it was good. But then at the, like, just that part, it just, like, took me out. I was like, why did you say that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, can we also uh, go over the, like, the backstories of, like, each of, like, the, like, members of the gang? Bad guys or Zod's gang? Zod's gang. Sure. So, so we just get like an entire like five to ten minute scene that just explaining one of the characters' backstories. Mm-hmm. Like it's about like it's during like the train scene where we get to see how one of them like got in the prison. It was like because her dad couldn't be able to pay off the bank, so. And he was a poor farmer, basically. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so we got his tractor stolen and. And got his clothes ripped off in front of everyone. Yeah, basically bringing shame to him. Yeah. And his family probably too. Yeah, and that was so bad he uh, ended up killing himself. Yeah, and that was like the point of the heist for Azad in the intro on the train because he was trying to contact the agricultural minister and basically be like, and he just like said a random number and it was in the thousands. I don't remember what it was, but Uh, he was. uh, Something like. 10,000 I want to say it was like 42,000 or something no, like no, that. No, no, no. I I remember being somewhere like around 10,000. It might be around 10,000. Yeah, so basically they did that entire train heist so they could pay off all the debt of the farmers in India. Because like so many were killing themselves. So many were driven into suicide because they couldn't pay their debts basically. Yeah. And and it like literally points out in the movie how the interest rates for tractors are higher than mercedes for bins yeah yeah and it's just yeah i like that part a lot i think it highlighted the unjust system very well and then moving on to the minister of health in india this is a while after the tractor business but um basically he's at this like press conference deal and he's like blatantly like telling lies like you don't even have to cut to a scene where they're showing like how things actually are. It's just like, come on, man. Healthcare is not like that. <laughs> like, but he was like, we have the best government hospitals in the state of India. And then it would like cut to like just a dirt floor and a doctor, like just sick people on the floor and stuff, like terrible <laughs> hospitals, like very obviously like telling lies. And he was, and then the guy was like, if I got shot right now, you could take me to the nearest hospital and I'd live. And one of the Zod's girls was like, all right, and shot him. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, and they, like, kidnapped him to, like, take him to, like, like one of the run-down hospitals. Mm-hmm. And, and of course, they don't have the proper gear to take care of him. Mm-hmm. So that's, like, their entire ploy of their plot. Yeah. Keep him hostage so 
that we can force the entire Indian government to send proper supplies to every single hospital in all of India. Yeah. Within one hour. It was like five hours or something. Was it an hour or was it five hours? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was something like something like where I'm at. It was a very small number of hours, so it felt impossible. But he was like, that sucks. You should do it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and they did it. And then everybody in India was like, yay, we have better health care. <laughs> but yeah, like that one was like that one was so blatantly obvious that that guy shouldn't be in office because he's like it was so, so obvious. It's like, yeah, I wouldn't vote for that guy to go back in there. And then that just makes the Azad's little speech at the end worse because I was like, I know. Why are you telling me this? Yeah. Was there another one? Uh, uh, yeah, the the backstory uh, about the other girl who was a doctor. Oh yeah. See, I missed I missed the connection that she was a part of Azad's group because I thought she was just some random girl, and I was like, dang, that sucks that it was pinned on her. But then I was like, oh wait, she's with us. But yeah, basically there was this doctor, she, a female doctor at one of these quote-unquote government hospitals in India, but it was very, very poor and they didn't have the resources they needed. And they had 66, like 66 children and they needed like oxygen tanks for them and they didn't have the resources for it. And basically like, I think all of the children died yeah, yeah, basically. And, like, they were like, oh, she just sucks as a doctor. Let's put her in jail. No, but no, like... no, no, no. They said that, no, they blamed it on her being high on drugs. Oh, yeah. So so, so they didn't even say she was in combat. They said she was smoking a pack. <sighs> yeah, yeah, there was, she was basically, they were basically saying that. And then threw her in jail. Yeah. And it was so unjust. And it's like, man. Boo, the political system. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I think the healthcare minister was, like, the person who, like, told her to, like, shut up about it. Yeah, basically. And the healthcare minister was also the brother to the main Dylan. Oh. And I think he was, yeah. Hmm. Because I remember at some point the main bad guy. Kali. Kali, that's his name. So the main bad guy's name is Kali, and he's, like... Not a political, he's not a political figure, I don't think, but he was the guy, he ran the faulty, the company that had the faulty guns and killed Vikram. And basically he's like, almost like a mob boss, kind of. Yeah, yeah, essentially. <laughs> yeah. And like the health minister was his brother, because I remember him specifically saying like, make sure my brother is okay or something like that, because his brother was shot. And I think he was, his, they were in a scene together later or something like that. Well, well, wasn't that about the brother who was, like, tasked with taking out Azad? Um, no. I think he had two. I don't know. This is questionable. I'm pretty sure the health minister was um, Kali's brother. Like, mm. I'm almost dead sure of it. But that can be debated. I don't care. Yeah. We're talking about Jawan. Anyways, but yeah, the whole political scheme. It, was there any more political schemes in there that uh, were missing? Uh, oh, oh, Yeah. So basically, the final heist of the movie was Zod literally took all of the election computers to the prison to, like, keep them there so that Kali couldn't get elected to office so that he couldn't turn India into into an environmental hellscape. Yeah. 
Because Kali was going to, like, open up... He was advertising to other people around the world that, like, you can open up factories in India because we have no regulations. Yay! Yeah, yeah, and the guy who was funding him was, like, this... Was, like, this Bane-looking guy. Yeah, that's another thing. What happened to the Bane guy at the end of the movie? Uh, he, he probably just went on to be just... Just went on to do his mafia stuff. Probably. I don't know. I was mad that we didn't get, like, an end conclusion with that guy. Cause oh, 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 imagine if imagine if he showed up to the female prison with, like, his army of, like, Russian dudes. He had a jaguar on at least. Imagine <laughs> if he showed up with that thing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's what got me. I was like, whoa, this dude's so cool. And he was there for, like, two minutes and gone. He said, like five lines maybe and that was it and i was like you can't have a character that looks like that and just has that like cool like i'm the villain energy and then just like throw him out i was like what the heck man yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, who knows maybe we'll make a jawan sequel and he'll come back jawan to electric boogaloo <laughs> no <laughs> jawan to the the two Vikrams. The two Vikrams. The tale of two Vikrams. Yeah. Amazing. I'm here for it. But anyways, what were we talking about? The final vote, the scheme, the voting machines. Yeah, so basically Kali, his, his plan, he was going to get elected to office by bribing half of India. Yeah. That's that's no joke. He was literally going to give all of his money to like half of India so they could elect him to office. Pretty much. And then Azad was like, no. <laughs> and took all the voting machines. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, and probably the best scene in the movie is when Azad's gang and Vikram's, like, old pals literally just hijack a bunch of trucks of the voting machines. Yeah, I thought that part was dope, when they, like, hijack the trucks. I like the part where, um, let's see, Vikram was ahead of his gang, but his gang was behind him in a line, and then they, like, fanned out. I was like, that's cool. I dig that. That was, that sticks out to me. Oh, and can we talk about how Vikram uh, deals with some of the cars? Deals with some of the cars? Like, like with his motorcycle? Yes, you you explain. You start explaining. <laughs> so basically, he he drives in front of all of them, and in slow motion, he uncaps the gas tank of his car, of the bike, gets off it, takes a smoke of a cigar, throws it into the gas tank, and blows out the smoke as the bike explodes in front of all of the cars. He stopped and lit a cigar <laughs> before, like, I don't know. It's just the fact that, like, like he threw himself off his bike, opened the gas cap, and then had the time to light a cigar, take a puff out of it, and then just, like, throw it in there. I was like, man, that is so cool. <laughs> yeah. The next Fast and Furious movie, to get some Bollywood guys in there. Please, with yes. the please with the singing and dancing. Yes, I, <laughs> yes. Vin Diesel. I'm sorry, I, I you're probably a decent guy. You really care about the Fast and the Furious series, but you you, you need to bring in some Bollywood guys. What's that Fast and Furious quote? We're family or something like yeah. that. But the action, I will say the action in Jawan what did did live up to the hype. Another one last thing I want to mention that I didn't like about the movie was the sound production was not the best for my experience, I would say. Because, like, I'd say the intro especially, like, there's just some parts of the movie that were way too loud for me. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. And I was just like, geez, like, <laughs> I don't, like, I'm going to be deaf by the end of the movie. But, like, 
I don't know, some parts it blended in well to, like, action sequences, because, like, throughout the movie, they had that reoccurring chant whenever Kali was there, and, like, sometimes I was just, like, not this again, because, like, it just, I don't know, it was just way too loud at some parts for me, and I feel like, I don't know, it kind of hindered my experience a little bit. Uh, yeah, the movie was so loud is that when I put my, uh, foot on the ground of the theater, it was literally shaking all Oh, yeah, I want to talk about this. This is not related to the movie. I went to see this on opening weekend. The theater was packed. Was it really? Yes. Did you go see it here at the AMC? Yes. Really? Yes. That's interesting. Wait, where'd you see it? I saw it at the AMC here, too, but I saw it on Tuesday, and it was just me and two other people. Yeah, yeah, I, I saw it on Sunday. Oh. Yeah, it was packed. It was so packed, I had to sit all the way in the far left and I, and I wasn't, I didn't have to sit by myself. I had to sit next to a guy. Dang, that sucks when you go to a movie and you're like, oh, I gotta sit next to people I don't know. <laughs> but but to be honest, that, that audience was like the most respectful people ever. Like I'm, like they were all families. The kids weren't being annoying. Like, like they were all respectful gents. Yeah, I was looking through some letterbox reviews on Jawan and I read one and it was like, get a hold of your kids during this movie because I'm sick and tired of them, like, running around and dancing with the movie and, like, screaming. And I was like, is this a thing? <laughs> like... oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I did see some kids, like, running around a bit. But luckily, like, their parents, like, kept them in check. That's good. Like, like the guy I was sitting next to, I think it was the kid's dad, and you're like, they just kind of cuddled together. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. <laughs> that's interesting, too. Like, I wouldn't think kids... People, parents would take their kids to see Jawan, but it's not rated. At least here, it's not rated. Yeah. Like, maybe because there's not a lot of, like, Indian movies that... Well, American Indian movies about, like, Indian people that come out a lot. So, like, maybe, like, Indian families think this is, like, their best way to, like, watch these type of things. That makes sense. Yeah. I understand that. There is singing and dancing, too. Yes. Which I think is good for children. Yes. <laughs> Like, when the movie, like, the credits began, like, one of the companies, like, showed up, and, like, one of the kids, like, said, T-Series. <laughs> That's sweet, though, that, like, children are like, oh, my gosh, T-Series. <laughs> and, and it's, but, uh, it's, it's kind of weird when in the opening scene of the movie, there's, like, a bloody corpse. Yeah. Like... And, and a bunch of children and families are getting killed. Yeah, like, children are getting slaughtered. <laughs> and, and I wonder how those kids were feeling looking at that. I bet they were like, oh. But then, like, they started breaking out into their first musical act, and they were like, oh, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. this is what I came from. Like, 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 they were doing that, like, they were doing that, like, Shaquille O'Neal meme where he's, like, bouncing up and down. <laughs> Mad respect for Shaquille O'Neal. Really off topic, but have you seen him, like, hold a pet, like, a can of soda? Maybe, but I, I wouldn't... But I bet it's, like, super tiny. It is. It's so small. It's like a picture. There's a picture of him on the set of Grown Ups 2, I think. And he's in, like, his cop uniform. And he's got a little soda in his hand. But it's a normal-sized soda. And it just looks super tiny. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> there was that. There was a guy in Jawan who, was, who looked bigger than Shaquille. Yeah, there was that guy. And they like he like pushed Vikram down or something like that. Yeah, like and he was like this like ultimate like tank. Like nothing they did to him was like stopping him, and they like took him out with a fire hydrant. 
Yeah. Can we also talk about how um, Kali's brother, that was kind of like like Lily Grunt, I would say, to get um, Vikram's gang to talk, he gassed them in a car. (laughs) When I saw that, I was like, what is going on? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, uh, Bollywood movies, they they don't hold punches for their action or their politics. (laughs) Really don't. No, this just started happening, and they, like, rolled down the window, and they were like, don't tell them anything, and they rolled them back up. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought we should mention that, because <laughs> I was like, man. Yeah. Well, do we have anything else to say about Jawan? It was a great movie. I really enjoyed it for oh, oh, yeah. a first Bollywood film. I'm sad that we weren't able to watch Dingal, which is the one about... Uh, the, the wrestlers? The professional female wrestlers, yeah. Yeah. That's sad. Was is there sing? You've seen it before, have you? No. No. Oh man, I wonder if there's singing and dancing in that one too. There, there probably is. Oh my gosh, <laughs> missed opportunity. <laughs> yeah. What would we rate this movie out of ten? On my letterbox account, uh, I gave it a a six out of ten. Why'd you give it a six out of ten? That surprised me a little bit. I, I think it's just because I found some other Bollywood movies more entertaining. That's fair. I gave it an 8 out of 10 because this was my first Bollywood experience and I was like, wow, I've been missing out. <laughs> like, if you want to, like, watch any other Bollywood movies, one I would highly recommend was the movie that got me into Indian movies. It's technically not a Bollywood movie. It's called a Tollywood movie because it's from Tamil. Interesting. Uh, it's called uh, Bahubali. You mentioned this earlier. What is Bahubali about? Okay. Brief brief summary. (laughs) Okay. Imagine The Lion King, Lord of the Rings, and Fast and the Furious in one movie. Oh, my gosh. Well, well, two movies. Two movies. That sounds... Man, I'm already not disappointed just by the sound of that. (laughs) Uh, Luckily for you, uh, both movies, both the two movies, they're on Netflix. Heck, yeah. Bollywood movie marathon. Technically Tollywood. Tollywood, forgive me. Yeah, 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 get it right. Thing. I mentioned that OMG too, that OMG movie. Yes, you did. Yeah, the first, the first one is on, is on Netflix, but it only shares like one character with, with the second movie, and, and I'm gonna be honest about OMG too, it was kind of mid. Not the mid. <laughs> Like, the second movie was, like, 30 minutes longer, but somehow the two-hour movie had, like, worse pacing. Hmm. And, like, the main character was, like, not very, not really likable. Like, yeah, he was meant to go through a character arc, but but even still, I, I didn't really, like, like him that much. And I just kind of felt like it's probably because the United States isn't as religiously motivated as India is, but I didn't mm-hmm. really like connect as much with that movie's courtroom stuff as the second movie is because I think because I think the idea of sex education is definitely a lot more uh, complicated and interesting. Bollywood movies are probably 10 times more enjoyable for like an Indian audience than it is an American white audience. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Also, one last thing I wanted to mention. This movie was, like, three hours long. Yep. I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, yeah, you, you just got to get used to it. I guess. But, yeah. 
definitely watch Joan. If you've never seen a Bollywood movie, I would I would recommend it. I think it's great. I thought it was a great time. <laughs> but yeah, go check out Joan. Three hours long. Anyways, well, I guess this kind of wraps up this episode. Uh, Ethan, what movies are we reviewing next week? Oh, wait. Uh, you know, in the first episode, you mentioned your favorite movies? Yes. Well, I don't think I got to mention mine. Please mention your favorite movies. Okay, my favorite movies. American Psycho, Bad Black, and 12 Angry Men. I've see- The only one I've seen out of that list is American Psycho. And I rewatched, like, the first time I watched it, I was like, this movie messed me up. I don't like it. And then I rewatched, um, like, the first 30 or 40 minutes of it, like, a couple weeks ago. Like, just the business card scene where he's, like, freaking out over another guy's business card. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this movie is unironically funny. We, 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 we got to do an... We gotta save an episode for that for Halloween, definitely. Yes, very good. And you know what we're gonna review on Halloween? What? The Five Nights at Freddy's movie. I am so excited for that movie. Like, were you invested on Five Nights at Freddy's lore, like at all? Oh yes. (laughs) Don't 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 even start on Fazgoo. Oh my gosh, I wasn't heavily invested, but like, since Security Breach came out, I became more like my investment has like reinvested if that makes sense and i'm like man what are they gonna do next because like the concept i don't know uh uh, recently the the dlc ruin came out i did see that i'm interested i've never played i've played part of a five night like part of the first one like a night or two of the first five nights at freddy's game but like i'm way too scared to like actually play one even though they're not that scary i'm way too scared like But yeah, I'm super excited for the Five Nights at Freddy's movie. Wait, we, we gotta go. We gotta go watch that together. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and we're gonna do. We're gonna do a co episode with that in American Psycho. That I think that'll be a great combination. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, please wait until October for the Five Nights at Freddy's movie. Yeah. It's gonna be awesome. But anyways, what movies are we reviewing next week? Okay, everybody, we're gonna go. Next episode is gonna be uh, a haunting in Venice and. The Cabin in the Woods. How excited are you for these two movies? I think The Cabin in the Woods is going to be an interesting watch. Have you seen it before? No. I haven't either, but I've always wanted to watch it. So. Yeah. Uh, and Haunting in Venice, uh, it looks all right. I think they'll both be yeah. decently solid movies, but we won't know until next week when we give you our opinion about it. Yeah. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. We appreciate you guys listening to our random opinions about Bollywood films. And if you like this episode, please like, share, subscribe, share with your friends, tell people about us, tell, yeah, tell people about us and um, watch the movies with us so you can like give your reviews. Follow us on Letterboxd. Um, my account is Tegan Rule. Ethan's account is I'm just kind of okay. Please like our reviews, comment on our reviews, share with us your reviews of the movies. And yeah, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Dim the Lights. Okay, the movie's over. Get out.